0: Hey, everyone. So a while ago, we put out an episode made up of stories from you guys, from all our listeners. It was called Close to the Edge Part 2. And we asked you all to share stories of travel gone horribly wrong. And you did. It was, it was incredible. But among those responses, we also heard from a listener named Joanne Middick. Hey,
1: Atlas Obscura, longtime listener, first time caller. I love storytelling I love travel. I've been traveling for the last two decades.
0: Joanne had all of these great stories involving sandstorms and racing to the airport and traveling with Cirque du Soleil. But she also mentioned uh, another place, a place that was important to her, and a a kind of a quieter one.
1: Actually, one of your locations on the map is uh, the church that I was raised and grew up in, a hand-painted church in Central Texas. Uh, My uncle actually painted it. So uh, if you ever want to do more on that story, I've got the end
0: hand-painted churches. I didn't know exactly what that was, but we definitely wanted to learn more. So we called up Joanne and her uncle, and together they told us the story of Saints Cyril and Methodius Church in Dubina, Texas. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today we peek into one of the painted churches of Texas, and we see how for Joanne and her uncle, This church means home. After this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home.
1: Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's.
0: Ba From the outside, the painted churches of Texas don't seem like anything special. They're often a simple wooden structure, painted white, smallish with a classic steeple. But once you step inside, it's like when Dorothy lands in Oz and everything goes technicolor. Color explodes from every corner. The walls, the ceiling, the altar, they are all painted with these intricate patterns and designs. These hand-painted details using stenciling and marbling. Inscriptions are often written in German and Czech. And the painted churches of Texas, they just feel like stepping back in time into this previous era. There are about 20 of these painted churches across western Texas, and they were built in the 19th century by Czech and German immigrants who were searching for land and opportunity. In an effort to preserve their cultural identity and maybe to ease a certain sense of homesickness, the immigrants built these churches, and they decorated them with designs from their homeland. Today, the churches are considered historical destinations. Tourists travel from far and wide to visit them. But for the communities that they're in, the churches are also much more personal and important. First off, people still use them. Nearly all of the hand painted churches are still in operation. For the people in Dubina, Texas, it's the center of town. It was built in 1919, and it's called Saints Cyril and Methodius. And there's one person in Dubina who has taken it upon himself to care for it.
1: My name is Ed Yonechka. I was born in Dubina, Texas. I'm a fifth generation Texan.
0: Ed is Joanne's uncle, the one that she mentioned in her voicemail to us. And his family has been a fixture in Dubina for even longer than the church has been there. My great,
1: great grandfather was one of the original founders of the community. All of my ancestors grew up in this area. And so, you know, when I left and ran around the different parts of the country and doing stuff, he always had that uh, feeling that you wanted to go home. And this is home, uh, plain and simple.
0: Back in 1952, St. Cyril and Methodius Church looked a lot different. At the time, for reasons really unknown, the interior of the church was painted over. All of the angels, all of the stenciling was gone. Ed thinks it might be that people who were just tired of sort of, quote, old stuff at the time, felt like it could use a more modern look. By the time Ed moved back to Dubina in 1979, the church was in desperate need of repair. I
1: remember this distinctly when I was an altar boy. I don't know how old I was, but I was sitting there. And when the sun hit part of that church right, you could see the stenciling come through on the other side.
0: All his life, Ed had collected old photos of Dubina including pictures of the church before the 1950 restoration that led to the stencils being painted over. So it gave him an idea.
1: And so I went to the the trustees of the church and I said, hey, why don't we restore it back to the way it was originally? And they said, great, go ahead. And it was like, oh, hell, what am I going to do now? And this is not, um, this is absolute truth. I sat down, I knelt down in the back. And I said, listen, Holy Spirit, you're going to have to guide me in the right direction. If you want this to happen, just just help me out here.
0: Ed pulled out all those old photos, and he got to work. It took a little paint remover, and working ever so carefully, he managed to remove enough of the top layer of paint to figure out where some of the angels were hiding underneath. Little by little, chipped away at the paint until all the angels were revealed. He and his crew recreated stencils of the angels and used them to repaint the entire church.
1: And I put the angels back exactly the way that they are today. And um, you know, the, 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 <laughs> this is what's funny. Uh, well, maybe it's not funny, but anyway, I always thought it would be really neat to just paint a cigar in one of those uh, angels' mouths, but they probably wouldn't have found that too amusing.
0: Ed did not end up painting a cigar in one of the angel's mouths although i agree with him that that would have been entertaining a, i said i you still could ed it's still possible anyway today saint cyril methodius has a bright blue ceiling sprinkled with stars and the intricate stencils all have been returned
1: and then the congregation came back in and we all we put everything back exactly the the way it is today so the church is Almost identical to the way it was uh, when it was first stenciled back in uh, 1919.
0: This is the version of the church, the one that Ed painted, that Joanne grew up with. By the time she was born, the restoration was complete. And for Joanne, Dubina and St. Cyril and Methodius are basically one and the same.
1: I would say the church is Dubina.
0: These days, Joanne lives in Austin, but she comes back to Dubina every month or so. The house she grew up in is just a half a mile from the church.
1: I always go running. So I run from my house past the church down this gorgeous road. When I drive to Uncle Ed's house, you pass it. When I drive to my aunt Jean's house, you pass it. When I go to my best friend's house, you see it from their porch. I mean, it's the center of Dubina.
0: Many of Joanne's early memories from her life in Dubina are linked to St. Cyril and Methodius.
1: In general, it's just a place that you saw everybody that you knew, you know, more of a place of community than anything else for me
0: personally. And even though he grew up in Dubina decades earlier than Joanne, same thing goes for Ed.
1: And the old timers, there used to be a guy that sat on the steps of the church during mass. He would chew a little tobacco and spit it out the window. Growing up, you know, when we go to mass and stuff, we'd learn certain songs in, in Czech. The kids would learn like Czech songs. And even now I'm a 42 year old woman, but like I know... The entire song, you know, all of my people I grew up with the same age, we still can pull that song out like that. And the other thing that I remember distinctly is the smells, because in the winter time you would be closed up in that church. And the tradition in Czech families is that you eat a lot of garlic, especially older women. It seemed like they ate a lot of garlic and it was just oozing. It was just incredible some of the stuff that you had to endure sometimes when you were sitting next to some of these older ladies. That I remember distinctly. It was always interesting, and and the old women would come up and grab you by the cheek a lot.
0: It took about four or five months for Ed and his crew to restore the church, to to bring it back to its original state. He describes the whole process as a labor of love, because in a way, Ed's restoration is a gift to future generations. It's a preservation of a history that could have been easily forgotten. So I wanted to know, what was his favorite part of restoring the church?
1: When it was finished. (laughs) No, I, I I'll be really honest with you. It's probably the neatest part of the whole thing was when you're sitting up there, and you're removing something that was there for damn near a hundred years, and you suddenly find this little hand of an angel that's coming out, or you see the eye of an angel, or what re- appears to be an angel. I mean, you're just—it's like recreating history right there in front of you. That yeah, that was that was neat as hell.
0: The repainting of the church was a way of holding on to tradition, but at St. Cyril and Methodius Catholic Church, history is also held on to in other ways. It is still there, living on in the traditions. Remember, Joanne says that she can still sing the old Czech hymns she learned growing up, and the congregation still sings those songs on Christmas Eve every year.
1: Yezishku panachku? Yezishku panachku, yeah this is a this is a, a song that that you sing during Christmas, Yezishku Panachku is Jesus, Jesus, Lord. And it go, ready, join. Yezishku Panachku. Yate bud budu Te batte Panachku. Yate budu kole Da, da, do, da, do, da, da.
0: You can still visit St. Cyril and Methodius and the other painted churches of Texas Some companies offer bus tours, or you can simply attend a service on Sunday. All but one of the painted churches is still active. This episode was produced by
1: Johanna Mayer.
0: Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit AtlasObscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time.